The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches, I don't have to show you any stinking batches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome everybody. Sorry, I am responding to a uh, oh to a leftist who is taking issue with what. I am about ready to talk to you about uh, here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Telephone number if you want to reach out and say hi. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. I'll even tell you what this individual was talking about. Uh, This individual was upset that I was calling out the previous administration and individuals who were in that administration for the sorry state of affairs that we have ourselves in now as far as radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorism. It is no accident that we find ourselves less safe as a result of the occupation of the Oval Office of Barack Obama and the administration of the American government by liberal extremist Democrats. And I'll get into that and the contrast here in a moment. The way you reach out to the uh, Chris Salcedo Show, other than the telephone number, is on social media. At Chris Salcedo TX at C H R I S S A L C E D O T X as in Texas. You can also jump on the Facebook page, the Chris, Sal- Chris Salcedo Show, and there's an email link right there for you as well. You can just comment directly on the Facebook mail possibility, which is exactly where this left winger reached out to me, or comment on some of the postings we put up there on the page. Catching the show live, theblaze.com slash radio. Uh, the Blaze Radio smartphone app or the iHeartRadio app, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. That's on-demand listening for you. I also want you to head over to theblaze.com and click on the channels section. You'll be able to follow our section there. And I would imagine this might be right off the top of the bat a candidate because I'm not going to do I'm not going to do the uh, the flip around, folks. Right off the top of the bat, I I because of what has happened over in in Manchester, England. I feel compelled to start off with the goings-on yesterday. Ariana Grande was in a concert, and it had just wrapped up, and a bomb went off. Those, those of you who are in the Blaze audience probably already know all the particulars, so I'll, I'll spare you all the details that you undoubtedly already know. Some of the details that are not out there 
widely reported, Ariana Grande is suspending the rest of her tour. The youngest of children who was murdered by this radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorist was eight years old. Eight years old. And this left-winger by the name of Jotty shows up on my Facebook page and condemns me for calling out individuals in his political party who undertake his political ideology and says that I am a hack for pointing this stuff out. Now, what he's reacting to, folks, is the earlier version of the Chris Salcedo show on WBAP and Dallas-Fort Worth and several of the surrounding states in which I played Democrats in their own words and he didn't like it. To which I responded to this small-minded little person. If you don't like what your own political party has to say, take it up with them. Take it up with them. I have no desire to cloak what they have said or what their desires are. I have no desire to shield them from the blame they so richly deserve. None whatsoever. So let's start off here. This is what happened moments after the Ariana Grande concert was over. And then the crowd started stampeding toward this young lady who was recording. You heard the explosion in the background that was uh, apparently adjacent to the theater to get as much carnage as possible. 22 people are dead, scores more injured. And in response to this, now, what, what could we have been treated to before? You all remember Terrorist attack like this, we were treated to, let me be clear, we can't be uh, against Muslims. Let me be clear. That's, that was the response. Don't hate Muslims. Don't hate Muslims. There was no uh, strategy or even impetus or desire to combat radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorism. There was a, let me pull this up on the Twitter account, I I received word of this today, just before I got on the air, and I retweeted it out because somebody at the Independent, is it the UK Independent, said there's only one way Britain should respond to attacks such as Manchester. That is by carrying on exactly as before. (laughs) To which I responded That sort of nonsense will continue to make Western populations victims. It's time our enemies felt the dread they've tried to inspire in us. It's time they went to bed at night. Uneasy. It's time 
they felt like Tony Schaefer yesterday articulated uh, some some guy was tased. Well, I'll let, here, he was on Fox News. Here's what he said. Well, look, I, I agree with Charles on the fact that everybody's on edge. I was in Penn Station about three weeks ago when uh, uh, one of the Amtrak officers tased someone. And next thing you know, there was a stampede to the station. Uh, everybody is, is very, uh, very uh, tense. Yeah, very tense, very on edge because of radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists and because of our weak response over these last eight years. Weakness invites more aggression. Like our buddy here, Jotty, uh, seems to like. Now, instead of, let me be clear, don't you all blame Muslims. Don't forget how bad Christians are. Let me be clear, instead of that, the President of the United States said this. We stand in absolute solidarity with the people of the United Kingdom. So many young, beautiful, innocent people living and enjoying their lives murdered by evil losers in life. I won't call them monsters because they would like that term. They would think that's a great name. I will call them from now on losers because that's what they are. They're losers and we'll have more of them, but they're losers. Just remember that. No respect as, you know, resident Obama wanted to give respect to ISIS or IS, the Islamic state by calling them ISIL, uh, giving them more territory that they, that they claim they're entitled to, you know, trying to score some points with the radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists. I refused to call them ISIL as resident Obama had. It's a contrast, a stark contrast. Now, remember what we were treated to when terrorism was running rampant during the age of Obama. This is what we call smart power, using every possible tool and partner to advance peace and security, leaving no one on the sidelines, showing respect even for one's enemies, trying to understand and insofar as psychologically possible, empathize with their perspective and point of view. Empathize. That's what the call of the day was from Democrats. It bears pointing out that Hillary Clinton is a Democrat and a liberal. After the Charlie Hebdo attack, the former Secretary of State as well, John Kerry, also a Democrat, said this. There's something different about what happened from Charlie Hebdo. And I think everybody would feel that. Uh, there was a sort of particularized focus and perhaps even a legitimacy uh, in terms of, uh, uh, not a legitimacy, but a, but a rationale that you could attach yourself to somehow and say, okay, they're really angry because of this or that. A legitimacy, says John Kerry. Well, not a legitimacy. You can understand, you know, that they have, they have legitimacy. Oh, we, we Democrats can understand their grievances. You can understand their grievances. I don't want to understand these types of butchers. I don't understand an ideology that targets children on purpose. There is a stark contrast, and we will unfold this contrast today to where America is today because of the last eight years.
and how we will proceed forward. And it's better. It's good. But I will not shrink from reminding my fellow citizens the position of the Democrat Party who wanted empathy for the radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists or who who could see their point of view. I cannot and will not. Now, they're targeting our children. And they're doing so on purpose. Every base instinct in me says, target their children. But we cannot because of what it would do to us. How it would lower us to the same waste of skin that they are. I understand the guttural reaction to try to do that, but we have to be better as we seek to defeat them. And one of the key points is to demonstrate how savage they are and how brutal they are and how subhuman they are and how we will not go down a road of darkness. You don't defeat the darkness by being the darkness. You defeat it by being a light, showing a better way. Just as aggressively, you, you aggressively fight the darkness. But you don't become it. I will take your calls today in reaction to this. And, and also, as I, as I play the reactions from our president, let you listen and you react. Tell me where your feelings are. And it, you know what? I took a couple of calls on the early show today from folks who said, you know what? Sorry. We, you know, we, we've dropped bombs on Hiroshima. We carpet bombed in Dresden. Kids died there. Yes, but kids weren't the target. You see, that's the difference. The, the, our political en- enemies and our enemies, they target children. Uh, they, our political enemies target children for the, to change their minds. Our physical enemies, if you want to call it that, target our children's lives for several reasons. I'll play you why coming up next. It's the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Salcedo. Glad you made it back, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. Don't worry, we're going to get to the flip around here. Just had to start off with the big story of the day, which is, of course, the terrorist attack that took 22 lives 
the mass killing. There is a, a reason why our enemies, and yes, to all you liberal sickos, they are our enemies. Not what President Obama tried to tell you these last eight years. Or like Hillary Clinton tried to tell you these last eight years, or John Kerry, that they need to be empathized with, or they need, they have some sort of legitimacy. There is nothing legitimate about the targeting of children. And the Democrat Party had better come to grips with it. There was a terror expert joining Fox News Channel this morning. And he said there is a reason why these terrorists target our kids. But there are no innocent bystanders. That it's perfectly permissible from the fatwas that they've received to target children. For lots of reasons. One reason is that parents pay taxes that support the resistance to the spread of Islamic domination around the world. Another reason, he told me, was that if you leave your, the children of the infidels alive, all that does is, is re, uh, restock the ranks of your enemies, right? And then finally, if you can kill enough children, it will frighten the parents who are likely to resist enough that they will withdraw and just simply not want to get involved in that I understand the temptation when you hear the analysis of our enemy how they target our children for psychological and also practical purposes you kill individuals um, like this and You get into their heads and you realize the depravity and your your guttural base instinct says, they go after our kids, damn it, we go after theirs. And I, I understand the temptation. I can, f- I can feel it welling up in my own gut. And it is my intellect that takes over after that and says, do we want to emulate our attackers? Do we want to debase ourselves to that level? Because when we start behaving like that, I can guarantee you we're going to lose a lot of friends. And there are ways, um, merciless ways, to attack this without having to go after children. There's another psychological component that we should utilize that is perfectly justifiable and that is to drive the point home in no uncertain terms you undertake radicalized islamic fundamentalist terrorism and you will be a dead person a dead person and you do this so that their youth stay alive so that they're so that the youth understands if I run up against the United States, if I want run up against the Western world, if I run up against civilized people, then I will I will lose, I will die. And that needs to be our stance. 
they take away 22 of ours, we take away 2,200 of theirs. Not children, the adults. The adults who strap bombs around children and send them to do their dirty work. Those individuals. We find them. And we destroy them. And then we let the word go forth that they have been destroyed. And we let the the world know that there is no safe haven. Because I can guarantee you this, ladies and gentlemen, our enemy is relentless. They will keep coming until they can't come anymore. And we have to make sure they can't come anymore. We've got to make sure they can't keep coming at us. And we have to deprive them of the, of the ability to do that. And how you do that? Well, you are just as relentless. But there is the line that you got to draw. You make sure that you don't descend to their level. Again, you can't fight the darkness with more darkness. you got to fight it with some sort of light. Back in a minute. It's Chris Salcedo's show here on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show. We'll be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, let's get into the flip around right now. Don't worry, I've got plenty more reaction uh, to the bombing over in, in Manchester, England, including uh, what Ambassador, former Ambassador Bolton had to say about suicide payments and what our president had to say uh, because the attacker was a Palestinian. And conceivably, American taxpayer money will be used by the Palestinian Authority to pay off the family of the terrorist after he did his jihadi duty by slaughtering 22 young people. Let's go over to MSNBC. They appear to be talking to a survivor of the Manchester attack. Things that should be going through, well, that will be going through the mothers of the children's minds. Courtney, what, what does this make you think about uh, how things will be in the future? Do you do you worry? Do you do you think things will get back to normal, or do you, is there not going to be a normal now? I don't think there'll ever be a normal. I think things are starting to spiral a little bit too much out of control. It's like I never thought it'd be me. It's always been further away from home. It's never been like I've never known anything in England, or like ever since the incident in the Westminster. I think that's the first thing I'd really heard of ISIS in England or of any terrorist attack in England. And it just it just seems to be getting worse and worse. And I do worry for what's going to happen in the future. You know, that that is so telling because we all know that Europe has been a hotbed of terrorism since they had undertaken liberal extremist ideology and allowing every Tom, Dick and Harry to come through unvetted. Into the into Europe, and wasn't Manchester wasn't the first folks. They just had an they just had another attack just a couple of weeks ago, right outside of Parliament. And these terrorist attacks, you know, this 
that's instructive to how the basket of biased press operates over there in the UK. Our buddy Jack Buckby has told us over and over and over again how radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorism is is somewhat hidden from the general population over there. For example, uh, those with radical Islamist views on how they treat women or children or, or rapes are suppressed so that it doesn't gin up anti-Muslim sentiment. They, they buy the Obama line uh, in the wake of atrocities. Don't, don't hate Muslims. Don't hate Muslims. That's the reaction. Instead of saying, we're going to find the perpetrators, we're going to find who's responsible, we're going to stop it. Wherever it leads us. So there's a young lady who <laughs> is a product of a media that's completely left wing over in the UK. And it shows you how uninformed, even in such a small country, these individuals are about what's going on in their country and around Europe. Absolutely amazing. Let's head over to Fox. In the UK, it was packed last night with some 21,000 people headed for the exits after that Ariana Grande concert ended and the attack took place in a public area between the train station and the concert venue. Uh, chaos in the crowd of mostly teens and preteens and young adults as they heard the explosion. There were screams and there was panic and a stampede for the exits. At least 22 killed, as you mentioned, uh, including an eight-year-old girl named Safi Rose Russos and an 18-year-old student, Georgina Bethany Callender, and dozens more injured by shrapnel, nuts and bolts packed in the IED to maximize the carnage, and now uh, authorities facing the grim task of identifying the rest of the dead. There is a, uh, uh, that, that was Fox News Channel, as I said, there is a tweet out there. Let me see if I can find it. It, um, it speaks to the Obamas of the world. Who are who are openly worried about Islamophobia taking hold? And don't don't mistake this, folks. This this is actually happening. Don't underestimate this. This is going on in the UK. It's happening here in left wing precincts in America. The fear the fear now is Islamophobia, because another radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorist has plied his despicable trade. And Claire Lehman tweeted this out and it really stuck with me the children of manchester are pulling pieces of other humans flesh out of their hair and people are worried about islamophobia let that sink in for a minute and i can i can imagine the those who were directly impacted by this and common sense individuals around the globe seeing that juxtaposition and saying to themselves, you've got to be kidding me. This, this is the response of the left wing all over the world in, in, the, in the wake of devastating violence, in the wake of cold, calculated murder. These individuals figure out how to blame the victims. These liberals figure out how to blame the victims. 
oh, oh, Islamophobia. Don't be Islamophobic. It's just like we have Obama back. Let me be clear. You Christians suck. In case you think this is a Muslim problem, you Christians suck too. Don't forget. That was, that was Obama's basic message in the wake of every one of these terrorist attacks. It, it's, it's why the Democrats suffered electorally so badly. They were so out of touch. And we're, Americans were so tired of being told in the wake of incidents like this, oh, it's just your fault. Accept it. It's just your fault. Let's see what CNN is up to. ...intelligence to publicly deny any evidence of cooperation between his campaign and Russia. I want to bring in now Asha Rangappa. She's a former special agent with the FBI. Currently, she's associate dean at Yale Law School. And Bill Clinton's former White House counsel, Jack Quinn. Okay, so first to you, Asha, what is your reaction to this, that Donald Trump approached these two top intelligence chiefs asking, essentially, for cover? Well, there's a pattern emerging here of continual efforts to try to make this investigation stop. And it's see that and that that doesn't jive with what we heard from the deputy now acting FBI director, the former FBI director's testimony. None of that jives. Uh, By the way, CNN. This, this, this was me last night watching the breaking news on Fox. One America News actually covered the Manchester bombing and, I think, and Fox Business. They were covering break, actual breaking news. And it was CNN, the leader of the basket of bias, and MSNBS that had to stick to Trump bashing. They were looking forward to this testimony by Brennan and others today on Capitol Hill. They were looking forward to it because they, any day now, the smoking gun of uh, Trump campaign, Russia collusion is going, is going to be discovered. And it still hasn't. And these former chiefs, again, I haven't seen this. This is sources. Trump asked Intel chiefs to deny collusion. Who? How much you guys want? See, I haven't even seen this yet. How much? I'll bet you dollars to donuts. They're unnamed sources unnamed sources. Why didn't they show up at the uh, congressional hearings today? Let your face be seen. If you're an Intel chief and the president tried to, to, to legitimately try to get you to stop an investigation, you have a duty to come forward and, and do it in open court and in open testimony, rather than open court, but open testimony to Congress. You have a duty. Somehow I don't think they're going to. Otherwise, these these leakers, again, anonymous sources being cited by, you know, here's <laughs> I got to look this up in the break. Here's CNN sources. Sources say X ex, uh, chiefs influenced by Trump. OK, let's let's see the proof proof. No, 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 no. Just the allegation. But doesn't this doesn't this show you where CNN and MSNBS is and where they know their audience is? Their audiences who are tuning in are all they want to hear is bad news on Trump. That's all they want to hear. And they can't even be bothered to to cover breaking news of a terrorist attack. Well, liberals don't want to hear anything about that. It's it's it was amazing. I my my jaw was dropping as last evening when 
Ariana Grande's concert was attacked and 22 people lay dead. Here's what Chris Matthews over at MSNBS was talking about. Anyway, and after bowing to accept an award for the Saudi king, some of Trump's detractors were quick to point out that he had criticized former President Obama for bowing to greet the king during his visit to the country. You know what Trump was doing? Trump was receiving a medal that was on, you know, that was on a, a ribbon. And, and the Saudi king was trying to put that medal around his neck. And Trump is so tall, Saudi king couldn't reach. So Mr. Trump accommodated, bent over so the medal could go around his neck. And Chris Matthews and the folks over at MSNBS says, oh, that's the same thing as bowing. As Obama did. Obama bowed as he was greeted by the Saudi king. Barack Obama bowed as a, as a, as a respect to the Saudi king. Donald Trump bent down so the Saudi king could give him a medal. And according to the dishonest idiots over at MSNBS, that's the same thing. It's the same thing. And this is what the Brian Williams network was covering. Instead of an attack on the West in Manchester, England. By radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists. I'll be right back. You are listening to The Chris Salcedo Show, part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. You are listening to The Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, glad you tuned in, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo Show. Let me get to a quick phone call here. Uh, you know, Ellie, my, for some reason, my, my screen's not pulling up here. Who do we have on the line? Kate from Kansas City. Hey, Kate, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing, lady? Uh, well, you know, I hate having what they call sort of an iodetic memory, because when that lady was saying, oh, you know, I can't remember the last terrorist attack we had. Well... Um, she doesn't have to go too far back. They had the bus attack back in 2005. Yeah. And they had the soldier's head cut off about three or four years ago. Um, then there was the constant IRA attacks, uh, 1984. Uh, Margaret Thatcher was almost murdered by a bomb. Um, Caroline Kennedy was almost killed by a bomb by the IRA. So, um, either she's really ignorant or she's really, really young. She was really, really young. She was, she was, look, she was at Ariana Grande concert. So she was really, oh, really well, young. Then and, she was a baby when the yeah. 2005 thing happened. Well, look, what I'm, what, I guess the broader point is this. Here you, here you have a development over the last 15, 20 years where, where uh, unfettered immigration into Europe mm-hmm. uh, has yielded this. Without without the insistence on assimilation, this is what this is what you get. You invite these enclaves into your country and think it's all going to be hunky dory, and all of a sudden your citizens start dying. And right, this is what oh, th- th- this is what this is what liberalism begets. It's 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 what happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you're thinking, well, England's going to rise up, and you want them to still be the country of Winston Churchill and King George the Sixth and 
you know, the people who stood there and took the bombs by the Nazis and gave the finger and said, it's not going to happen. They were the first country to turn the Nazi wave around. And, you know, it's like they've become a bunch of wishes. But then again, what can I say? Our country's not exactly out there, you know, flexing its muscle either. So I, I don't know how we all became a bunch of apologetic wusses. I mean, the only thing I can think of is the 60s radicals and the 70s me generation kind of watered us down and took away our spine. Well, I think I, I, I think you can nail it down to uh, lackluster, uh, a lack of a robust conservative party in the United States, and then a rather extremist left-wing uh, occupation of the Oval Office these la- last eight years from Barack Obama. Remember, remember when Fort Hood happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Fort Hood was a terrorist attack, and I, I was in news at the time, and I remember being in the newsroom and watching Barack Obama sit there on my screen and, and not call it a terrorist attack. It ended up being called workplace violence, even oh, though yeah, Alu Akbar was... Joe. Yeah, Alu Akbar was, was yelled, and people were slaughtered in the name of 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 islam and i i'm sorry it, it 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 was it was a terrorist attack but that that incident right there kate it, it, it set us up it set us up for the following eight years of where every single time a terrorist attack happened what did we get an individual up there pointing the finger back at us saying we were somehow to blame mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah i mean we've I mean, when they started watering down history and everything and started changing the names and stuff, I mean, it's Native Americans. It's a race war. Well, unless the other race is an alien, we're all the same nah. race and we're all Native Americans, I hate to tell you. So, well, remember I this. Mean, there's, there's, there's a Salcedo show axiom that goes like this because you brought up education. And the reason why liberals who control government-run education now, they de-emphasize the learning of history is because they're absolutely terrified that you're going to learn from it. Thanks very much for the call. I appreciate it. Hour two of the Salcedo Show, folks. Coming up next. Be right back. You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network.